as he relished the poignancy that settles over the city at night. He had been a police officer for a long time, and he still loved the sense of touching a city, touching his beat, which he could never seem to achieve in the few months he spent as a mobile patrol officer, or when he sat for hours on end in front of a CCTV monitor screen. He had had a word with his watch leader, just a polite and a relaxed chat, and shortly thereafter he was back walking the beat, loving the sense of protecting the ancient and reputedly most haunted city in Britain, but which had never presented himself with a sight or a sound which he could not explain. White tended to walk the thoroughfares of the town, but occasionally would allow himself to venture into a snickleway, one of the system of alleyways which he felt were like a street system within a street system, particularly the larger snickelways such as Mad Alice Lane and Coffee Yard. But in the main, Patrick White kept to the roads. It was, he believed, where he was most needed and where he was most needed to be seen. He had, like all beat officers, his dive, a place where he would be invited in, a mug of tea or coffee pressed into his hand, often spliced with small measure of whisky or rum and as such would be particularly welcome on a cold and damp night. Dives tended to be few and far between in the dead hours of the graveyard shift, when the ghostly silence in the one-thousand-year-old city was broken only by his footfall and the distant klaxon from a passing train rumbling through the night, south to London or north to Scotland. There were, however, dives that Patrick White had cultivated over the years, the fire station, always open, the hut used by the taxi drivers, the offices of the transport police at the railway station, the premises of the out-of-hours social work department team, all had an ever-open-door policy, all with a bottomless teapot and, if he was lucky, a toasted sandwich or two. It was just after one such hospitality stop that night at the transport police that Patrick White, police constable, once again walked calmly into the night, turning left beside the cholera pits, following the walls, as cold and as grey as the minster, glistening with rain. He turned right by the war memorial, and walked beside the black and silent river, along the twentieth-century development of Riverside Walk, and, as he did so, he noticed that the precipitation was increasing as the relentless and annoying drizzle had turned into rainfall proper. P.C. White crossed the river at Ooze Bridge and walked up the short incline that was low Ooze Gate. All was silent at that point. At the crossroads he turned left, beside St. Michael's Church, and entered Spurrier Gate. And then he saw what appeared to be two black refuse sacks lying in the road, carelessly and selfishly discarded, wantonly fly-tipped in the street and left for someone else to dispose of. He had not noticed them when he'd walked the street just an hour or two earlier. They had, therefore, been dumped very, very recently. As White approached the bags, trying to focus his eyes in the gloom, pierced only by dim street lamps and a full moon, they began to appear to be less and less like two refuse bags lying close together and became more like a single large bag. And then the mound, 
lying in the gutter, came to be seen for what it was, a human being. The person, so far as the spill of Patrick White's torch beam and the artificial light from street lamps and shop front windows allowed him to discern, was an adult male. Middle-aged, White thought, reasonably well-dressed, it seemed, and so far as he could tell, when he felt the man's pulse points, his neck and wrist, he was dead. Quite, quite dead. The body had no heat, and was beginning to feel clammy. From White's experience, though he was no qualified medical man, he concluded that he'd encountered a corpse. He stood calmly and reached for the radio which was attached to his tunic collar. Thomas Ventner approached the body with quiet reverence and knelt and peeled back the black plastic...